Hey everyone, welcome to Locked On Lakers for Wednesday. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky. The Lakers have signed Christian Wood, two years, second year player option. Let's talk about it next. You are Locked On Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks to everybody for making Locked On Lakers your first listen of every day, Monday through Friday. Uh, no matter how or where you get your podcast, it's always going to be free. It's never going to be behind a paywall. And Locked On Lakers on YouTube is where you can go to hang out with over 20,000 subscribers to the channel, all of whom are going to be talking about Christian Wood, because that's who we're talking about in this episode late on Tuesday. The Lakers, or uh, it is reported, the Lakers haven't said anything, but it's reported Multiple outlets reporting. Woj, I think, first on it that the Lakers will be signing Christian Wood. They've agreed to a two-year uh, veterans minimum deal. Second year is a player option for Wood. Um, so not nothing really surprising about the structure of the contract. Um, Andy, we uh, we we've been. I, I thought it might take a little longer, but ultimately we got to where I figured the Lakers would probably be in the end, which is the bigger swing with uh, Christian Wood beyond the, the reporting, which, you know, had come from many different outlets and, and sources that the Lakers were earmarking this 14th spot. The first choice was for Christian Wood, but just it had also been pretty obvious by the fact that they've been leaving this slot, which does actually matter mm -hmm. open and, you know, clearly waiting on somebody and Christian Wood was the highest caliber big man in terms of pure talent available by a long shot, we, we will get into the particulars and the pros and cons because Christian Wood's entire career, quite frankly, has been a pro and a con, um, <laughs> like to put it just very honestly. But um, I thought this might take longer like you because if nothing else, he had been linked a lot to the Miami Heat. They're obviously waiting out the situation with Damian Lillard, but there have been uh, reports that there could be an opportunity for Christian Wood to perhaps make more money and have a bigger role with the Heat. But ultimately, it seems like Wood decided his best course of action would be to showcase himself with certainly as high profile a team and a situation as he could possibly find with the Lakers. If they have a good season, there's a very good chance that a lot of eyes are going to be seeing Christian Wood as a part of it. Look, I mean, it's it's not without risk for Wood. It's not like, but the thing about it is, I, what he's got to show at this point in his career, and it's worth noting, the you know Wood himself tweeted out that he's always wanted to be a Laker. So um, perhaps this is the kind of motivation that he needs. You know, playing with LeBron. Like the idea is. And, you know, I think this is what the, the Mavericks were thinking, too. The Mavericks are not exactly the most unstable organization in the world. But the idea is for the Lakers, you come to a place like the Lakers uh, with very obvious championship aspirations where he is going to have to kind of fit into a, a role with a great deal of expectations and around LeBron James and around Anthony Davis and the kind of culture and the kind of structure that the Lakers seem to be putting together um, that – it will help him become the player on a more consistent basis that the talent suggests he can be. 
And from Wood's perspective, going to a lousy team and putting up big numbers doesn't do him a whole lot of good because everybody already knows that he could go to a lousy team and put up pretty big numbers because that's to some degree what he's been doing. Well, I mean, to put Um, this in perspective, Christian Wood has never been to the playoffs. Right. Like as far as how will he react, how does this translate to the playoffs, we have no idea. None. He's never been. Um, And so like I – there is an element here of, you know, sort of the the old story of, you know, like you see a guy like Wood who has played for uh, the Lakers will be his seventh team, I believe. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No, be his, will they be his eighth, eighth team? That's a lot of teams. Team. Yep. Uh, that's a lot of teams. Um, now, you know, throw out maybe a couple of those early, very early in his career before he'd really been established. But, um, that's a lot of teams who have had the talent in house and let it go. And there is an element here of, you know, oh, I, we can be the ones who fix you. We can be the ones who can make you right, you know, and, and, and save you and save us and like this, this thing. Um, which it's makes like that little... scene in Arrested Development. You know, it's never worked for anyone else, but maybe it'll work for us. Exactly. Um, and so, yeah, there there is an element of that that's sort of risky. And you, I guess, when we get to the, you know, what don't we like? You know, you did mention that, you know, this is not the the average fourteenth roster spot uh, that the Lakers are filling here. And so, no, this um, role matters. It matters a lot. And so, you know, that's one of the things that um, I, I put in. Like, what I think is interesting about this is it's I my guess, and you know, this is this happened like an hour and a half ago, so I don't know for sure. Not even that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> we are guess, truly reacting in real time. I was at soccer practice. Uh, not mine, my, my kids. Um, I My guess is it's going to be framed in a lot of ways as a no-brainer, low-cost flyer, risk-free flyer for the Lakers on a talented big man that they, big man that they can try to turn around. And that is the wrong framing. It is an inexpensive flyer it is not risk-free because this spot matters the guy who backs up anthony davis is going to play a lot assuming assuming he's backing up anthony davis no but i'm saying but like whether he start whether he starts whether he is you know a a a backup comes in or whatever the whatever the mix is they're going to play together he and anthony davis are going to play together regardless of starting but whether it's starting, coming out, essentially serving as a type of backup, even if he starts in the starting lineup. Right. But it matters. We're going to get into it. It matters. It does. To me it does. A lot. It, it matters. matters a lot. But this, you know, when you combine that with the fact that, you know, the other starting, the other backup, the other, the other center, the third center on the roster, start, maybe starting is wrong, is a, also an unknown quantity. You don't know exactly what you're getting, Jackson Hayes. And then you add in the idea that Anthony Davis is going to likely miss 15 to 20 games. Like this spot matters. So it is not risk free, it is inexpensive. Those two things are not the same. Um, There are arguments to be made on both sides with that framing of why Wood is a good idea and maybe why Wood isn't a good idea. But I do think it's important to point out that. You know, while this, I think, was sort of the inevitable, feels like the inevitable conclusion, it's 
it, it, to me at least, I have a feeling it's going to be framed a little bit differently than it probably should be. Um, you know, Wednesday, Thursday through the rest of the week. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that is both a no-brainer in the sense that if you are looking to continually add talent to your roster as a team mm-hmm. that wants to get to the finals, win a championship, Christian Wood's a no-brainer. He was the most talented, probably the most talented player still on the market. Well, I don't think there's any question. Definitely Absolutely. the most talented, definitely the most talented player at the position, you know, mm-hmm. area that the Lakers were looking for. Like that's not in question. So in that sense, it's a no-brainer. I mean, he's coming off a season in Dallas where in 26 minutes a game, he averaged a little under 17 points a game on 51.5% from the field, almost 38% from behind the arc, a little over seven rebounds per game. Uh, you know, he, he he's solid enough at, at the free throw line. He, he was 77% in Dallas, a little under 70% for his career. But for the most part, he's been, you know, He's certainly somebody you can legitimate spend. floor spacing, Le- right? Like exactly, legit floor spacing up up near forty percent as a three point shooter last year. But in terms of the baggage and the politics and the everything that seems to come with Christian Wood so far at his career, beyond the fact that yes, cutting him is a low cost end game if it came to that. Um, you know, it will not cost Genie Bus much in terms of economics. It could potentially cost the team something when it comes to either opportunity right, the opportunity cost, or- cost of not having the other guy that you did exactly. exactly. Um, so let's start. Let's start with. Let's start with the positive. Let's accentuate the positive. What do we like about the Christian Wood signing? We'll get to that next. Locked on Lakers is brought to you by FanDuel, and you got to get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. And right now, new customers can bet five bucks, just five dollars, and get 200 back in bonus bets guaranteed. You can use those bonus bets on spreads, player props, over unders, a whole lot of different options. And all customers who bet, again, just five dollars will get a hundred bucks off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. And this is the best time right now to join FanDuel. The app is really easy to use, very user-friendly and enjoyable experience with, again, tons of different options that you can bet on. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Kick off the NFL season with an offer you do not want to miss. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Okay, for the purposes of table setting uh, and kind of reviewing the offseason, you know, this is not the first discussion about wood that we've had. Uh, I think it is fair to say that I have, been, <laughs> I have been more open to the idea, a bigger, a bigger proponent, um, you know, with some reservations than you um, about wood. I think it's fair to say. Sure. Here's what I think makes a lot of sense. Offensively, this is phenomenal. Like Christian Wood adds something like legit elements to this offense, both as a as a skill player, um, as a three point shooter, as a guy who can take Anthony Davis and move him from the perimeter to the you know to the basket. There are 
pick and roll combinations that you can use and pick and pop combinations. You know, Woods jumper, uh, you know, from mid range, from three point range. He's a really talented offensive player. Absolutely. Um, the versatility that they're going to gain both when Anthony Davis is available as a as a partner to play with Wood. I think actually we'll say Wood is more of a partner to play with Anthony Davis probably from a from a respect standpoint. But like those two together make sense. It is a combination of big men that actually works really well together skill set wise offensively. Um, that part of it works well. In the 20 games when Anthony Davis doesn't play, the Lakers now have another go-to scorer that should help them because you know the offense didn't always work so well when when AD wasn't around. Um, you know, and you don't want to be just slogging through mud all the time. So, I mean, he he brings a lot to the table in that way. And um, you know, I I think it is it is important to have a player who can really legitimately score so that LeBron doesn't have to try to score 35 points a game when he's in the lineup and Davis isn't. All of that stuff, I think, works really well with him. You know, Alex, Alex Regula from Silver Spring Roll has, you know, go check out his um, his Twitter feed. He's got a bunch of really good kind of heat maps and, and different things up that, that you know, show Wood's shot chart, um, particularly um, compared to the rest of the Lakers' bigs, like what he has been doing. And Wood is 6'11". I think he might have a longer standing reach than I think I thought I read somewhere he has actually has a longer standing reach than um AD or so they're very comparable or something like that. He's a long dude. Um you know that kind of length on the floor when you have a big guard in D'Angelo Russell and LeBron is obviously a large human and you know you're putting AD out there and you're putting Wood out there as bad as Wood is defensively you are still talking about a lot of human <laughs> a lot of arm uh, all over the floor. So I think that can make a difference. But I mean, ultimately what we're talking about from a good perspective is that offensively, I would be very surprised assuming Wood doesn't try to be a hero because he's playing for a big contract or something like that. We can get into that maybe. Uh, it should work. Like it really should work and it should work really well. Yeah, I mean... The so that's my speech on why I think this is a good thing um, and and why it's a good fit. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the mindset that you just mentioned with AD and I mean, with uh, Christian Wood not looking to be hero is the wrong word because he's really looking to save himself in that situation. It wouldn't be yeah. saving the team. He's the hero that he deserves. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, that. really you're talking about more of like a vigilante as opposed to like an actual hero. Assuming he comes in with the right mindset, and I think this is important not just in the way he plays, but the role that he accepts because as we'll get into in terms of later the things that at least I potentially don't like about this signing – I think it's very important that Christian Wood plays off the bench. But, he, and I think he could be the first sub off the bench, an early sub off the bench. But beyond what you talked about offensively with potential interchangeability with AD and Christian Wood, you know, inside outside is a combination. Completely agree. I think they should be an extremely easy fit to play off each other. I think there is also that interchangeability for him, you know. Obviously, LeBron, but LeBron can play with anybody. 
there's an interchangeability, I think, between him and Rui Hachimura in terms of all the different front court scoring options the Lakers have. I think if you start thinking about Wood, and I've talked about before Rui Hachimura as anchors for this second unit, I think Wood allows a real opportunity to start reducing minutes for both LeBron and AD, which I know I've I've been talking a lot about. Load management to me, as far as like missing games, unless you have to for an actual injury, I don't think is an option for the Lakers in this West. I think the West is going to be too difficult to just give these guys games off for the sake of maintenance. I, I think this, I think it's just going to be too difficult an 82 game schedule in the West to do that. But I do think reducing both LeBron and AD's minutes could be a more realistic possibility. And Christian Wood allows, I think, a real opportunity for both LeBron and Anthony Davis to you know shave a few minutes off each game, which right? Will certainly act. certainly more than like. Bismack Biombo could absolutely, absolutely, and this really matters, and that and that's something that I think Christian Wood, in and of himself, can play a major role. Just his presence mm-hmm. can play a major role in trying to make that happen, and that again is really important. Um, he can be a solid rebounder. I think he'd probably be better than he is now, and you know, hopefully, I think a lot of this with Christian Wood has to do with just. Desire gets thrown around too much sometimes as a cliche, but I think in his particular case, it's like, what do you desire to be as a player? Like, you know, what what do you truly desire to contribute when you're out there on the floor? But, you know, if nothing else, as you mentioned, he's got a lot of length and he should be able to use that to help the Lakers work off the glass. Uh, he is a versatile, versatile enough offensive player that I think he can give the Lakers just a lot of optionality in general and who knows because right, should... he should be able to play with a variety of play- mm-hmm. offensively all of this is yes predicated yes we're just talking about well, offense here i mean look he should he be can... there's no reason he can't play with davis there's no reason he can't play with lebron he can play with Rui. He can... offensively he can play with all of these yeah. guys yeah i mean he can play defensively with all of them in the sense that he's going to be bad defensively no equally bad with all of them right right so i mean it in that sense it matters more who else is out there and again we'll get into this later in terms of the things that i potentially don't like but i this is the first situation that he's stepping into where save injuries he's joining a really good team yes. i mean like dallas was supposed to be that but that fell off it worked. pretty yeah. it didn't work this again unless there are injuries this should be a very good team and maybe that experience brings out the best attitudinally in christian yeah. wood because that has been a common thread for him yeah when, like when we talked attitude when we talked to nick nick angstat the host of locked on mavs did that scouting report on on Wood, one of the things he says, like part of the problem was that Wood just believes that he's better, that he deserves a bigger role, that he deserves than than he has earned, and that is problematic. Um, it also won't fly on this team, right? And and look, maybe you know, obviously, I, I'd like to think Christian Wood did not think he was going to usurp like 
Luca as the guy on the Mavericks or, you know, once Kyrie arrived, Luca and Kyrie, but you could devil's advocate, I guess, make an argument that he thought he should have been the man, at least in the front court. And, you know, that he should have been more spotlighted in Dallas front court wise. Should have been playing more than that. He should have been playing more than 26 minutes a game that he should have started more than 17. Unless the dude is completely effing delusional He's not going to be able to make that argument front court wise on this team. Mm. I mean, he can't rise above number three in the front court pecking order, period. And maybe that's sort of the thing that he needs in order to really bring, bring the best out of him. Like, you know, be a star in your role, but this could be a really good role for you and a really good situation for you if you allow it to happen. Yeah. I, look, it. I, again, the I, I, we can be the one who saves you um, thing is always a little bit nerve wracking because you know there's a reason others haven't. But the flip side is last year turned into a bit of a dumpster fire in Dallas. The two years before that, he was in Houston. I mean, like I'm not going to necessarily uh, crush anyone for not developing in the way they should in Houston over the last you know the last you know any time in the last three or four seasons. Um, to say the least, and his then, time you know, in New Orleans was that chaotic last season. Anthony Davis, right? He was there for there. he was there for eight games, right? You know, he was barely in Milwaukee. You know, he was, um, you know, he only played twenty one games in that season. So he's really been a, he's been a, a a a an established NBA player for four seasons. That's it. You know, the you know he was with Philadelphia for seventeen games, Chicago for thirteen. Um, you know, Milwaukee Charlotte. for 13. I'm sorry, Chicago, uh, Charlotte for 13, uh, Milwaukee for, th- uh, for 13 and new Orleans for eight. It wasn't until the 1920 season that he played 62 games for Detroit. And that's where he kind of broke out a little bit and then went to Houston, averaged 21 points a game, uh, the season after 18, the year after that. But again, you're talking about a season in Detroit, not the best spot in the world, two seasons in Houston, and a season that went south quickly. So yeah, it's eight years or seven years, and it's eight teams, but it's a little deceptive. To be fair to Wood, it's a little deceptive. That said, it's not all unfair. And maybe we'll get into this stuff next with the things that make us either that we don't flat, don't like it, things that are uh, negatives about this, or things that make us nervous. So we'll do all that next. I think for starters, Andy Christian Wood's a terrible defender. I think that I mean a terrible defender over the course of his career, like unplayably bad uh, defensively um, over the course of his career. I think for most people looking at the downside, the ne- potential negatives of Wood and bringing him here, that's where you start. Maybe you start somewhere else. That's certainly where I start. I mean, it's been the worst element of his career so far. And I think beyond whatever attitude issues have been well-reported with Christian Wood throughout his career, defense has been the other thing that constantly comes up. And those are not unrelated, by the way. Right. Well, it's interesting, though. I mean, I've heard people talk about Wood and – if I remember correctly, Nick may have been one. I was out of town for that show, but Nick may have been one of them. That it hasn't always been total lack of effort. Sometimes it's been obliviousness to scheme, like having no natural feel for NBA defense, no natural feel 
for where he's supposed to be. You know, like like that it isn't always just indifference. It's being lost. You can decide for yourself which is better or which is worse. But I've heard both with Wood. And I, I, all I know is when I've watched him play, the defense has been bad. Like just flat out yes. bad. Um, so that's obviously going to be something that the Lakers have to be cognizant of. Um, it it will always help to have Anthony Davis potentially there with you on the court because that guy is very good at a rate at erasing mistakes. But the flip side is AD's got enough going on that he doesn't want to be, he doesn't need to be, you know, Christian Wood's benefactor defensively for the entire game. The number one thing for me with bringing in Christian Wood. I mentioned this before, but I'll elaborate on it more. I think he has to come off the bench. I think it is essential that he comes off the bench because LeBron cannot play the three defensively. He can't. That is a non-starter. For all of the talk that there's been over the last three or four years about you know AD at the four versus at the five, or what does AD prefer? What are the what are the Lakers better at when he's at the four or the five? At this point. That discussion doesn't matter because LeBron can't play the three defensively. He can't do it. So not practically. It's not a practical thing. Defensively, LeBron is closer now to a center than a three. Right. You, you don't really one. want him to be doing a ton of small ball center either. Like Right. But if you had to choose, right. if you no, have to choose. Right. So unless AD is going to play the three and either LeBron or Christian Wood is a less than ideal back line or Christian Wood is playing the three defensively and AD is a really busy back line. It does not to me, it doesn't work. It, it is at this point, it's not even a matter of who you pair AD up with as the other big LeBron can't do the three portion of this. So my hope is that they sold Christian Wood on you are going to have a very featured, important role as the you know the primary big off the bench. Dude, you will have a lot of opportunities to eat. We're going to make sure you're fed. But this is likely, if not definitely, your role. Yeah. Otherwise, I think there's going to be too many trade-offs for bringing in Christian Wood who – his skills are valuable, but given what's already on the roster, they're not essential. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, he makes a lot of things easier. He makes a lot of things better, um, again, offensively. The, I mean, the key to how much he plays, can it will be how well he holds up defensively. Like, can you... You know, is he going to finish a lot of games? Well, probably not for some of the reasons you're talking about there because you're pushing LeBron back to the three. Um, you know, there may be sort of a natural limitation to... Um, if the Lakers are as concerned about that as you are, there's a, a limit to the amount of time Wood can play. Um, you know, and certainly he's not going to ever be part of your best defensive lineup. But, you know, again, there are going to be games where Davis doesn't play He's not in uniform. Those could be games that Wood finishes. Sure. There are going to be games, you know, occasional where you might need to be, ch you know, you're chasing eight, ten points or whatever, and you know, you can either try to get that back defensively, you can try to get it back offensively, where you feel like you need the spacing or whatever it might be. Maybe he does, you know, the occasional sure. game there, but it's probably like you say, right? 
not a habit you want to get into where you're asking LeBron to chase six foot seven, 23 year old small forwards all over the floor. Yeah, I mean, look, maybe they're especially when Wood is also out there because now you're creating two liabilities. Yeah. And I mean, look, there are obviously you could start thinking about hiding LeBron on, you know, a non-shooting two or something. You know what I mean? Like there, there right. are and then ways. Austin, maybe Reeves slides down and plays, right. you know, against it just it you're you're starting to do a lot of stuff. Right. Exactly. Um, and again, as talented as Christian Wood is offensively, I don't think his skill set is so lacking on this team that you start reconfiguring your defense in order to accommodate him, especially when your defense was already working. What well. I think Right. What I do think you gain, though, and I think what helps is I do think he's he can help unlock, again, offensively, certain combinations and certain players um, in ways, you know, we sort of talked about role guys. I think it was for um, uh, for Tuesday's show, like the ability to fit with a lot of different things. We're certainly going to get into this with Jared Vanderbilt uh, when we talk about his extension later this week. Uh, the possibility of being extended, what the Lakers want to do with that. <laughs> to make clear. <laughs> have not done that. <laughs> no, we're not recording a third. We actually recorded a, already recorded a show before this news broke, uh, which will be coming out later on Wednesday, I believe, is the plan. Um, that was recorded before this. Um, they didn't make us record a third one. <laughs> so well, no. no, I just, I mean, this would be the one time we ever get aggregated. <laughs> right. Um, but like, it is going to be fascinating to see how Darvin Ham uses Wood because on the one hand, tantalizing offensive weapon. On the other hand, major defensive liability. On the one hand, uh, it's you know a really good offensive combination with a lot of different players on the roster um, because he does have that inside-out talent and can score from three levels. On the other hand, um, you have to then think so carefully about your defensive combinations or just lean into, you know what, certain nights we're going to try to win 142 to 139. It's fine. Um, Occasionally you have to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but it is, it is on paper a move that upgrades their talent significantly because yeah. he's a better overall player than Bismack Biombo. Oh, but like yes. I said, but like I said earlier, it is not without risk because they are leaving themselves vulnerable to a lack of rim protection, like a lack of, you know, especially if Jackson Hayes doesn't kind of develop as I think they're hoping. Like you got Anthony Davis as a shot blocker and, you know, would have, you know, he, averaged, he averages a block a game over the last three, but he's not a rim protector. You know, he's a terrible defender. So it's, you know, they, they are leaving themselves a little short from a um, sort of skill set standpoint, from a, a, you know, sort of predictable uh, defensive standpoint. Um, and in ways that could, could um, become problematic. I, ultimately, I would have got, taken Wood over somebody like Biombo. Um, but I get the argument for it the other way. It's it's a yeah. more conservative. This is in some ways a riskier play. In some ways, in some ways it's not. But in yeah, some ways, I, this is a riskier play. Um, and I I I would have respected the sort of high floor conservatism of just going with somebody like Biombo, even if I think this is ultimately a better move. 
Well, I mean, you know, with Biombo, a couple last things we can, uh, from my end, we can go, you know, Biombo, if nothing else, you would be bringing the elite rim protection that, you know, right. this team, act, you can argue, needs another guy who can provide that than what they actually get in Christian Wood, even if I completely agree. Christian Wood is the more talented player that you can't even argue yes, otherwise. You mentioned before how this is, you know, a challenge for Darvin Ham to figure out. Two other things popped to mind for me. First of all, or, uh, it was I think it was either late July or early August, I had Dan Wojcicki from the LA Times on the show, and he had just written a profile, or not a profile of Christian Wood, but a story about the Lakers' pursuit, of, uh, interest in pursuit of Christian Wood and you know all the problems that we've discussed that come with it. And he got a quote from an NBA source that said, if LeBron can get him to toe the line, it cements LeBron as the greatest player of all time. <laughs> That's how hard it is. So remember that. But the other guy that I'll tell you, this could become a major feather in his cap if Christian Wood works out, Phil Handy. People are going to be looking at Phil Handy as somebody who, in all likelihood, whispered the right things in Maybe. Christian Wood's ears. And Certainly Darwin will get a lot of credit, too. Oh, he will. But I'm saying, I imagine you will, again, rightly, accurately, hear a lot about work that Phil Handy did with Christian Wood. Because Phil Handy is known as, beyond development, he's known as the guy who will get in your face and say, bleep off. This is the way you're doing it. I don't care who you are. Yeah, last note from me, uh, the guy who probably dislikes this the most on the Lakers roster. Cam Reddish had a narrow path to playing time before. It, if people are healthy, I don't see how that dude steps on Actually, the floor. Jackson Hayes probably is not thrilled about this either. Not either, but at least there's there's still like a window there perhaps, you know, depending on defense, this, that, whatever. Cam's gonna have a lot of trouble. Finding, sure, finding but him. Hayes before didn't have to beat anybody out. He just oh, had sure, to right. It was like it was up. like, what are you gonna do? Right. He just he, had to not screw up too much. Now he actually has to really fight play for playing yeah. time. Um, lots more to discuss on this. Like you know, well, as as people start breaking down what this means for the roster, we did not get to the last bullet here. What this does for the Lakers uh, in the conference? There are some interesting things that we were uh, hoping to get to actually in. Uh, Wednesday show 1.0 um, about ES, some new ESPN predictions about the Western Conference and things like that. All of this is highly relevant to that. Um, so much, much more to come. And as we mentioned, this week, uh, Jerry Vanderbilt becomes extension eligible. Eligible. You could even argue that this has uh, an, an impact. This story certainly has an impact on that because it will impact Jared Vanderbilt's role. Um, so lots more to get into. The Lakers roster seems now pretty well set going into uh, training camp next month. Uh, so Locked on Lakers on YouTube is where you can go to react to the Christian Wood signing. Leave us your questions. Leave us your comments. Uh, we are sure to use them going forward, and we will see everybody on Thursday.